Hello, club members. I'm Kate, and I just found out where uh, my previous countdown came from that I thought I very cutely came up with. The scoodly doodly do one? Yes, the, the Anna one, Anna two, and a scoodly doodly do. I thought you made that up. Yeah, I did too, Emma. I thought I made that up too. So if you guys didn't listen to whatever episode that was, <laughs> I think 13 Ghosts. You should go listen right now just should, for that. You should do just, just to hear Emma's frustration as my count as I do my countdown of one, two, scoodly doodly do. Like, more like exasperation. But I was at work and I was working with a nurse and I was like, all right, here we go. Ready? And she goes, yes. Okay, one and a two and a scoodly doodly do. And I was like, hold, hold up. What is that? Like, what is that from? Because I was like, did I hear it from you? Did, did you hear it from podcast? me? No, she doesn't listen to the podcast. And I was like, I, I guess I learned it from you. And she's like, well, I guess I learned it from you. And then it clicked. I was like, what is, I know one thing about this nurse. And that's that she it? watches a lot of SpongeBob. Oh, really? It's, it's from, SpongeBob? from SpongeBob. When on SpongeBob? I think it's whenever um, the Bubble Dome episode where he's oh, like, I bet it is. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, wow. my I'm fun fact is that. that I'm not as original as I thought I am, and that I watch a lot of SpongeBob. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm I'm glad that that we've gotten some resolution from that. I know. Yes. Yeah. Um, and my fun fact is, I'm Emma, I'm Kate's sister. That's and, Emma. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, and my fun fact is that I am uh, binge watching. Uh, good girls on netflix with my boyfriend right now that's fun well for those of y'all who don't know what it is it's this fun little kind of heist a little bit so it's three characters and this is not what we're covering but i think it's yeah, a cool why show and i think y'all should watch it good girl because <laughs> it's a good show now y'all should check it out it has like three characters that you'll really like it has may whitman who's from like parenthood it has like the um uh-huh. I know Matthew Lillard's in it. Matthew Lillard's in it. Who's the woman with the boobs? Oh, um, um, Christina Hendricks. Yeah. And then the the woman, like the black woman from Parks and Rec, who she's like sassy and she's Donna. Like from Donna. Parks and Rec. Yeah, and Donna's in it. So like they're all in it, and it's very good. So y'all should go watch it. Okay, I'll go watch it. But no. that's not that's not what we're talking about today, right? No, that is not what we're talking okay. about. What are we talking about today? <laughs> so for this mini episode, I'm in charge. And what I want to talk about today is are... murder, of course. <laughs> so I was thinking about, okay, well, what should I what should I cover? And then randomly the thought came to me of that movie Snakes on a Plane. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't and the things that go through my head. So uh-huh. I was so that I kind of went on a tangent on that and it just really unraveled from there. Um, so first I started looking at instances when snakes have really gotten loose on planes and then that expanded to other That's animals. really happened? Yes. And that expanded to other animals getting loose in various situations. Oh my <laughs> so, God. So for this episode, we're covering animals on the loose. Animals on the loose. <laughs> yes. I was not prepared. <laughs> Please tell me more about <laughs> animals on the loose. Okay. Wow. We really talk about whatever we want on these Yeah, we episodes. really do. <laughs> I'm so, I'm ready. I know. I figured this would be interesting to you. I'm ready. Um, and probably not something y'all already know about, because like, who knew? Um, I who sure did. knew? So the first one I want to talk about is a um, snake that was loose on a plane in 2017. Um, and when I say loose, I don't mean in the cargo. I mean in the uh, cabin. Oh my god! How? 
Like, was it someone's emotional support snake and they got to bring it in the cabin? So here's how that went. So it was March of 2017. Um, There was a flight. um, There's a flight uh, going from as Alaskan plane going from Antioch to Anchorage. Um, And this person got off the plane and the plane left to do its return flight. And the plane, the passenger goes up to like this the desk and says hey um i had i brought a pet in my carry-on and he's not there anymore (gasps) um pause so this man put a snake through tsa yes and it went completely unnoticed (laughs) i guess i I do not feel safe anymore so historically they they allowed all sorts of um, emotional support animals on planes. Um, I went on a deep dive and read about, among other things, ducks, ponies, turkeys. Ponies. There's literally, I'm going to send you a link that has a little photos of all these animals. There's literally a pony just in front of somebody's legs. Oh my God. A turkey, a kangaroo. Sure. They did not bring a kangaroo. Yes, they did. There was a kangaroo and I, ha- I saw photos of it. That's dangerous. A beach hog. A What's rooster? a beach hog? <laughs> this squirrel would, did not make it on because you can't have rodents on the plane. But you can have a beach hog or whatever that you is. You sure can. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, things got pretty ridiculous. They, someone even tried to bring a peacock on the plane. and um, I got read really, about that. Got really upset when that didn't go through. Um, and as of January 2021, they've, they're only now allow, allowing not emotional support, but specifically service dogs um, on planes. So... Well, yeah, because I think y'all abuse that privilege a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, with your turkeys and your snakes. So I what know. happened with the snake? So <laughs> so he had not registered this pet for travel in the cabin. So the pilot comes on the <laughs> speaker. <gasps> is like, guys, we have a Wait, snake. Wait, I thought you said that he said that at the desk. This is Yeah, the, the plane has already left for its return trip. So the guy's not on the plane? No. <gasps> okay so so the so pilot, he left his snake on the plane like, yes he accidentally he, left it on the plane so this guy just sounds all kinds of responsible they said to check they always tell you to check you know your surroundings and the seat pocket in front of you so i guess he didn't do that so was it in the seat pocket <laughs> in front of him no because this thing was uh four to five feet long oh my god what kind of snake was this um, I it was like a this white. It's not poisonous, but it was like this white snake. I'll send you a photo, um, was and I'll like also be posting boa? this. Was it like a python? Let me. See, I don't know. Let's see. Um, and so anyway, the pilot comes on and says, "Okay, guys, we have a snake loose on the plane, but we don't know where it is." <gasps> Which, if there's anything more horrifying, oh my I god, no. Um, to the credit, pandemonium. Of the, I'm sure. So, Apparently, it was like a really small like community type plane. So maybe that's how it got through TSA or whatever. So I think there were like 13 people on board. It wasn't a big flight. Um, and this little boy was climbing on his seat. And he goes, hey, hey, look, there's a snake over there. And sure enough, there is a snake sleeping um, beneath the duffel bag at the back of the plane. Oh, my God. If if I brought a kid on a plane and the, and the kid goes, look, there's a snake over there. I'd be like, shut up, Billy. <laughs> I would not have listened to him. So the the flight attendant picks up the snake and puts it in a, I I don't know what, and then puts it in like a white garbage bag 
and there it remains for the remainder of the flight. Did it live? Mm-hmm. It did live. It was just snoozing under some bags? It was just snoozing. Apparently, it, the, the, whole, the way they describe it, they're like, yeah, it seemed to just really want to go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor sleepy little I know. thing. What, do you I figure know. out what kind of snake it was? What? No, I have not. A white snake. Got it. They also talk about this other snake on a different flight. This has happened. Bef- this has happened yeah. multiple times. So the one okay. that really gives me a heart attack, and I want Kate to see this while she's on this podcast because I just want to hear your reaction. So I listen to so much stuff that and see all these scary movies, and nothing made put a shiver down my spine quite like this photo. Okay, so this Are is not the snake in question. Me? This is a different. This is a different one. No, I just texted to you. Okay, I'll tell you when it goes through. So this snake was found on a flight to Mexico. It was found. Yes. Do they know where it came from? I don't know. The story, it was this. It was kind of like, oh, also other snakes have been found on planes. So it wasn't really, that the article wasn't about that particular snake. Okay. I, I'd love to see this photo of this snake. Okay. I think it just delivered to you. Okay. I have a text. I've got a text. Got a text. All right. Let's see this bad boy. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't that heinous? Oh, my God. This is how they discovered there was a snake on the plane. Yeah, on that Mexico flight. I don't. Oh, my God. (gasps) Oh, my God. I cannot. Like, it's insane. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this has happened not not only once, but twice. Yeah, it's really the the one on the Mexico flight. When I look at it, it really puts like shivers down my spine. Oh my god! Like I needed another reason to be scared of flying. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll put this on Instagram for you to see. But it is worth the wait. I would shit myself. I I would if there was the the first one. I would cry. The other oh, one looks really cute, god. but like the first one, I would cry. Um, but apparently that kid was really chill about all of it. Anyway, they got it off. The snake survived. Um, other things I found unrelated to the story, just anecdotally, is that apparently an alligator escaped into cargo one time. <gasps> on an alligator? <laughs> yeah. It escaped? It was in cargo. No one got injured, but yeah, it got out of its cargo hold. Can you imagine going to unload, <laughs> unload the cargo hold? I know. And there's a freaking gator looking at you? I know. It's really insane. They do not get paid enough for that shit. That's no. ridiculous. And this brings me to um, my last and larger story, which is, um, have you heard of the uh, Ohio, the Zanesville, Ohio Zoo Escape of 2011? Jesus, no. What is that? Yeah, this story is wild. And when I read it, I was like, how have I not heard this before? Um. And it involves 18 tigers, <gasps> 17 lions, <gasps> eight bears. Oh, bears? Three cougars, two Jesus wolves. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. One baboon. Oh, my God. One baboon. And one okay. man. And one man? Yes. He did it. It was on purpose. So yeah, this. Yeah, this was sabotage, plain and simple. Was this the freaking what did joe exotic have something to do with this no but it definitely has joe exotic vibes yes it does um it's like if joe exotic had one less marble oh my god of the two (laughs) of the two marbles um so this is about uh the zanesville zoo escape so this began when a desperate 
man um, named Terry Thompson set free a vast collection of exotic animals. Where was from this? his house in o- Zanesville, Ohio? So this is his house. It's not a zoo. No, he just owns all all he of these. He owns all of those, and he just let them free. Yes. Okay, so this man has essentially a sanctuary on his property. Yes. Or a prison. I, I doubt it was the best conditions. I doubt so, too. And then he just let it, let everyone loose. Yes. In Ohio. Yes. So I'm this, speechless. I was, too. So this story starts with a man. Uh, he's a retired school teacher named Sam Kopchak. Uh, it's K-O-P-C-H-A-K. So sorry if I'm mis- misspelling or miss saying that but i'm gonna say cop check mm-hmm. so he leaves his home um he shares a home with his 84 year old mother and he heads out into the back behind their house to attend to a horse they'd recently purchased oh no um so he goes he's going towards a horse who's who seems really skittish and he, now the horse is like in the far corner of the field um just for a little bit of context there's like a kind of a flimsy fence that separates his property from his neighbor terry thompson's property oh <gasps> Terry Thompson. <laughs> so Kupchak noticed that Tom- Thompson's horses e- seemed even more irritated than his horse. And they were circ- they were circling. And in the center of like the circle, there was some kind of dark shape. And then only when that dark shape kind of breaks out of the circle, he realized it's a black bear. Oh, my God. So oh, my he- God. He wasn't initially initially super overwhelmed because he has seen black bears before um, and also because it was running the opposite, opposite direction of him. So his thought is, let me get my horse, who by the name's name was Red, um, into the barn. Um, and as he's taking some steps towards the barn, that's when he notices something else. Oh, my God. And that's when he notices that just on the other side of the fence, sitting there on the ground, is a fully grown African male lion. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine if you're just out with your horse and then you see a lion? Oh, and you live in Ohio? Yes. Oh my God, what'd he do? So he, like, obviously was not prepared to experience this. Yes. Step one, shit self. Step two, so he doesn't know a whole lot about lions, but he had heard at some point that... You shouldn't look them in the eyes because that's like challenging to them. Yeah, don't sh- do that. And you shouldn't run away because then they'll want to chase you. Mm-hmm. So he just walks at a brisk pace um, with himself and Red trying to get to the barn because that's the closest building. Um, and then he manages to get there and he slips into the barn and locks the door. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so glad he's okay. I know. So then he calls his mom, who's, you know, a couple hundred yards away back in the house on the, watching TV. Oh, my um, God. Stay inside, like, mom. He's like, hey, mom, there's a really major problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they had known that there were, like, strange animals um, kept out of sight at the Thompson house. And they, they had heard, like, lions roar before. So they knew something was up over there. But they, it had never impacted them. And They were nev- just minding their own business. Yeah, they were literally, they were like let a man do what he will on his own property. Just don't tell me about it. Um, and so the next natural step is to call 911. Uh, they call 911 and they, all, but they also call the neighbor and they do not get a response. So the son is still trapped in the barn. Um, uh, and he's like looking out from the barn and like the, cause there's like a North facing window and he starts seeing 
bunch more animals. He, he sees another, he sees a wolf. Oh my God. He sees a second bear that's much larger than the first bear he saw. There was the lion he had seen before that was now pacing back and forth in a lioness. And the one that really terrified him wasn't even any of those animals. It was a tiger. Oh my God. He said that it was actually much bigger than the lion, lion and it was, it was snarling at the horses and going after them. <gasps> what horses? The, um, the Thompson and uh, his property horses. Oh my God. Okay. So then a deputy who's just two hours Poor into deputy. a shift sending like a serving a court summons or something a couple miles away who gets a call about a lion and a bear on the loose um, uh, at minimum at yeah and so he gets there and he can see that there's a tiger a black bear two lionesses that's like the first thing he sees oh my god that poor deputy yeah and that it and he, by the way he sees this like he's at the front door knocking to see to <gasps> get a hold of his um, cop check and that's when he's seeing all of this just on the other side of the fence no. So he like runs to his patrol car. Um, he sees the wolf t- start like taking down the road, like uh, taking off down the road. And he's like, oh shit. Like, I don't know where that wolf's going. I think it's going into town. So he gets back in his car and starts driving and he happens to have a rifle on him. So he's <gasps> able to take the wolf down. Yeah. This oh. is a sad story because Miss Thompson's an asshole. Oh my God. They had to kill the wolf. Yeah. Of course so, they did. Like, of course they did. Jesus. Exactly. It's awful. So th- as this this all unravels, um, the, he ends up having they end up having to chase down all of these different animals and kill um, them. Yes, that's and they have so to, sad. It's really really sad. It's very upsetting. They have to get the zoo involved. There's the Columbus Ohio Zoo uh, was having an event, and then like that happened, and so they there's literally a sign. There's signs on the interstate that say caution exotic animals. Oh my god. And then they, so they're, they're, they're approaching the barn. Um, so they're approaching the barn and you can see that there's like, it looks like there's a figure on the ground and there's a big white tiger that's like gnawing on it. Who was it? So it turns out that it was Mr. Thompson and he had attached a bunch of he had put a bunch of raw chicken around himself and shot himself in the head. Oh my God. Because presumably he wanted the animals to eat him. Yeah, obviously. And all of this, you might wonder what led this man to go insane. Um, apparently whenever they finally get into the house, um, it's super run down. There's like feces and like animals, like something there's like monkeys in cages and stuff. Jesus. Um, there was a couple of animals in the back that were still in their cages, like, like a, a bear and a couple of other animals. So those didn't get, those were safe and got re got rehoused or rehoused might not be the right word. Got like relocated. Uh-huh. Um, but apparently Mr. Thompson had heard that or had received this anonymous note saying that his wife was having an affair um, and then said that he was going to take care of that. He like had said to, to the, one of the hands who fed the animals, like he was going to see about it and take care of it. And then somehow that completely unraveled into like this. Oh my God. All of this is because his wife cheated on him. Supposedly. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. What a decision. 
Yeah, it's, and then um, the whenever they they go inside, like the wife shows up, and the wife is like, "Don't take my babies," and I was like, like trying like your to animals. Yeah, doesn't want them to take like the monkeys, and then she like asks if she can like transfer the monkeys, and they're like, "We don't think it's a good idea," and she's like, "Well, I want to do it anyway," so she's like transferring the monkeys, and they're like, like like holding on to her and like seem very attached to her, and she's like singing them a lullaby. It's just a very very weird scene. That's so fucking scary. It is. And so all in all, they I'm trying to find how many they ended up. Ugh. Oh, other animals that survived. There were three leopards that were still in their cages. Okay. There, the grizzly bear survived. Um, there were macaws okay. that were kept in the living room and two small bird cages that survived. So what they ultimately end up doing is they build this or they on the property they they create this big hole where they bury the all of the animals just in their place and like I'm so sad right now. It's really sad. Oh and my they, god. So they bury them all together and there's just like a heartbreaking photo that I'm not gonna show you, but it's I just don't like, wanna see it. It's just like all the animals lined out. Which it was so sad because I was reading about it. It's like the um, it was so sweet because one of the police officers was like, or the deputies was like, I'm a cat person. Like, he's like, it was so oh. heartbreaking. Like, I didn't want to hurt any of these animals. And he's like, it was so sick of this man to like do this um, and cause, you know, so much senseless violence. It, I think it was a total of 56 animals that passed. Oh, my God. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I'm sure he has issues. I don't care. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he had recently just gotten out of prison. Um and he was he like, will, well, yeah. I have a plan to find out if she did something and you'll know when it happens. I don't know what how that fucking psycho turns out to be the plan. But yeah, a psycho Those psycho poor person. animals. See, that's what we need to have better restrictions on who is allowed to own an exotic animal. Well, Jesus. that was the big question. I was like, how the hell? Certain this- states just don't give a shit. No, there's just aren't rules for it. Whenever I was working at a wildcat rescue in Texas, you wouldn't believe the animals we got. We got a baby lion that um, came in. It was a baby lion, but it was still a lion, and it still could like hurt me. Yeah, and absolutely. It, it would like stalk me around the compound because I had to take care of it, and it was really kind of scary. Mm-hmm. But someone got that lion legally and they got it for their child who was really into the lion king and they were feeding it spaghetti and ham <sighs> they're feeding it spaghetti and ham and then they're like oh it's growing up and we don't know what to do with it here you go and i'm like yeah who would have that who is could insane. have foreseen that that this would happen that and well insane. jesus speaking of exotic pets that have escaped that happened here in raleigh that's what like, i was thinking about yeah like right next to my house I, I like got a bunch of texts all of a sudden that were like hey just so you know there's literally like a zebra cobra a venomous zebra cobra that can spit four feet uh, away from you venom at you yeah anyway that's like in your backyard in the neighborhood where you live did you know so, it was on the loose for seven months oh my god I had no idea. I remember when it, it was like the active, like someone called in the police and was like, hey, there's a cobra on my porch. It had been missing for like months and was not reported. And he had like 70 other snakes in his house. Yeah, he just didn't tell anyone. No. So sad. And then oh the my people, God, this is so sad. There are people who, who like brought over um, anacondas to Florida um, at, to like do illegal exotic trade. And then... They got a lot of them got dumped in like the Everglades. And now there are these giant ass anacondas everywhere. Yeah. And they're invasive. Yeah. They have giant invasive pythons because we don't have strong enough regulations and punishments for um, 
dealing animals. Uh, that gives me the gives me shivers. Oh my god, this so, <laughs> episode escalated. I know, I know. This is an insane episode. I just went into a very deep hole. Um, Absolutely counts it. as horror. I'm yeah. horrified. I'm horrified for sure. I'll right. never get that picture of that snake out of my no. Mind. Please, please share that and the other one on Instagram. I will. That's I will. Bonkers. <laughs> that is so scary. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all I got for uh, this week. This is my crazy animals on the loose episode. I'm going to go look up some more crazy animal stories after this. I'll send you a link to uh, weirdest animals that were um, emotional support animals because they all have cute cute little names and look very cute. Oh, my God. Yes. They're like little ducks sitting in people's laps. (laughs) Yes. See, that's the palate cleanser I need after this heap of garbage you just fed me. Jesus. (laughs) All right. I'll send that to you and I'll also make that available for all of our listeners. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Stay spoopy. All right, stay spoopy, guys.